Hi everyone, I'm Beth and I'm Emily and welcome to Let's Talk Tots, your honest guide to thriving with an under five and beyond. In this podcast, we promise to be open and honest with the good, the bad and the ugly aspects of parenting. Along with business spotlights and showcasing charities, we'll be sharing real experiences on popular topics as well as those taboo subjects. So today on the podcast, we've got Kendall from Tiddle Kicks. Hi, Kendall, you okay? Hi, I'm fine, thank you. Good. Do you want to start by introducing yourself and telling us a little bit about you? Of course. So you've just told everyone my name. So I'm Kendall. I am a mum of three. Um, I run Tiddle Kicks, which um, I think we'll tell you loads about in this podcast. Uh, What else do you need to know about me? Um, I work with children a lot so my background is interestingly not football at all um I started working with children uh when I after I finished my a-levels worked in nurseries worked in schools and started to do kicks after I had my children so my three children um all begin with e um me and Beth have spoke about this before because she's got Elijah and Ezra um I've got Esme, Elise and Emsley so Fun fact, I suppose, is Esme and Elise are much older. So Esme and Elise are 12 and 9 and Ensley is 7 months. So we've gone full circle and just started baby life again. But it's really motivated me business-wise. When the girls were older, there wasn't as many things about um, groups and stuff. So it's fun to go and try lots of them and also has reminded me how valuable people find them and how much I need to push to look a little bit more. Can you tell us about Tiddle Kicks? Of course. So um, Tiddle Kicks sessions are parent and toddler sessions based around football. So they are structured and introduce children to the basics of football. So how to kick a ball. We also use lots of other things um, for kicking. But the background is also based around learning. So not just football, but learning. Uh, we work with like the EYFS framework because that's my background, childcare, child development. So I use all the stuff that I know about what children learn and how they develop. So I use all of my knowledge that side and then mix it in with a little bit of football. Okay, and then we asked uh, our listeners for some questions to send in. So the first one, I'd love to come to a session, but my toddler has a very small attention span. I don't think she'd listen. Okay, so I tell lots of our parents that a lot of the talking that the coaches do it's not really to the children, it's more to the parents. It's explaining the parent to the parents what the activity is. And you will notice as well that the more you come and the more that that's a routine, the better they're listening. It might not be listening, it more might just be understanding of following the routine of the class, but the better they're listening will get. So I always recommend doing a three-week trial. Um, I don't think everywhere does this, but it's something we've always done because it allows the child and you to get a full feel for the class because we have so many that come to a first class and the child does nothing. They don't play with the right equipment. They want to play in the baskets. They cry. They won't talk to me on the first session because it's all very new or they just want to explore everything and run around and be crazy. It's all very new. Over the next two weeks, you can either see that they'll start to get little bits of it Or you might see that it's completely not right for you or not right for your child. But the three weeks gives you a chance to see if it is right for you and if it is right for your child. 
I think that answers her question. So don't worry about the attention span. All of my coaches are trained by me and they are very patient with children. We know that they are children and toddlers and you don't need to worry that they don't pay attention. I tell the story all the time that every session usually has a runner and it's just <laughs> it's just the way that it goes. There's always a runner and you just model the right behaviour for them and show them what to do. And they'll always do more for us coaches than they will for you. I remember that for our first session thinking came up with Elijah with his little kit on and he was all excited but we were at um, your Ripley one and there's all the bas- there's the um, courts aren't there next to him he just liked playing peekaboo with the court nets more yeah. than the um, <laughs> session but you are right I think they do settle into it don't they and they get that routine they do and I think that's you'll know as parents that routine is a massive thing if you have got a good routine that they can follow my routine at home isn't rigid and structured but we do have sort of set structures and boundaries at home that we follow. And because our sessions follow a similar structure, they tend to pick that up and they'll know that, oh, it's time to tidy up or it's time to get the domes out because we switch between equipment as well. Sometimes that can be hard. So I know that you'll tell your children, oh, we're going to football and you're going to play football for 40 minutes or whatever. And we don't have the football out the whole time. But they get used to that. But some of them are very attached and they don't want to let go of the ball. So I'll always say they're fine to hold on to it. And eventually they'll learn that it's time to put it away and we'll get something else out. Yeah. Okay. So next question we've had from one of our listeners. I've seen posts about baby sessions. Is this still happening? And if so, when? Yes, it is still happening. I need to take some accountability for this. September. You should be able to see live on our website. You'll be able to book them from September. Fantastic. Yeah, a Thursday and a Saturday. Thursday is definitely starting in September. There may be a slight delay on the um, Saturday session. I'll keep prodding you for Saturday. <laughs> As waiting. It will be there. It will definitely be there. I just, just need to decide which venue it will be <laughs> and the timing. Completely off topic, but my other two coaches haven't done a baby session before. So I want to make it work so that they can be trained up live while we're doing it. Is the thought they'll all do it? Yes, hopefully. That's so I'd like to have one at each venue is what oh, I would amazing. love to have. But we will see how it goes because you never know. There might be no demand for it, but hopefully there is. It's such a lovely session. So I hope there is. We're very excited for it. So Great. <laughs> What's the hardest part of owning Tiddle Kicks? So it's just me. I'm the boss <laughs> and I'm not very good at being a boss. No, that must be a lie. <laughs> because <laughs> I've been running it for quite a while now so I must be doing something right but it's just remembering to do everything and also managing staff so if I forget to write a session plan it's not just me that I forgot to write a session plan for it's also my staff and they will probably listen to this and they will know that sometimes my life's rather hectic and sometimes <laughs> I don't get it out to them until the day before. So sometimes if they're a bit confused on what they're doing, it's totally my fault. So sometimes that's the hardest thing, fitting everything in. And being a boss is quite a big responsibility, isn't it? So what does a typical session look like? I know you've touched on this a little bit, but if you can just elaborate for us on what a usual session would look like. Yeah, of course. So we start off with a little warm-up. So they usually play a game and sing a song. I know on a Saturday we have a lot of dads that come and I think they always look at me like I have to sing a song. But the children (laughs) love it and before you know it they're all singing. So we sing a song, have a little bit of a warm-up, then we talk about what 
part of the foot we're going to do today and then we do a variety of different activities so they're sort of I'm trying to think on my plan four or five activities planned but quite often we don't always fit those in um so different activities which might be kicking throw in we use different bits of equipment so like I said before we don't always have the ball out sometimes we use different things for kicking different things you'll have seen the skittles on our page a lot of the children love the skittles and then we'll try and get a bit of a game in there introducing them to sort of team games and playing together for as they get older and then we always finish off with the parachute and everyone gets stickers and stamps at the end so once you've done your three-week trial if you carry on they get a little stamp chart where they can collect stamps and once they've filled their stamp chart they get a little certificate so at the end, if there's anyone that's filled their stamp chart, they'll always get their certificate in front of everybody as well. Oh, that's nice. It is a really cute little part of it. <laughs> and all the children love it, don't they? Love going up to it. They love a little stamp, yeah. I was at a session the other day and one child came up and had stamps on two hands. Yeah. But then the next one came up and turned their hand over. So they had both hands and then the palms of their hands. Every <laughs> single child in that session picked up on it. So I had to stamp everybody. I felt quite sorry for the parents because I'm sorry that ink's going to go everywhere. <laughs> A lot of bath but, nights happened that night. <laughs> yeah, every single child had that on their the back of their hands and the palm of their hands. But they, yeah, they love a stamp. <laughs> We went at a session he'd been helping out, wasn't yours, Kendall, but the other one, and he got, I think, three or four stamps. But then we went to Sundown after, and he went <laughs> on the water ride, and the water obviously took some of off. Oh, the no. absolute meltdown that we had that he hadn't got his stamp. Oh, <laughs> how could you do that to me? I know, I'm Why terrible. did you not think ahead that it might come off? <laughs> Sorry about stamps. I got a bit told off once at A&E with my daughter. She had stamps on her arms that were blue and green, and they looked <laughs> a bit like a bruise. Yeah, and we'd gone because she had dislocated her elbow. Oh no! It, it happened quite a few times when she was younger, and they they really questioned me and they said, "Oh, what are these stamps on your arm? On her arm? Not stamps. What are these? What are these marks on her arm?" It was like they didn't believe me. I was like, "They're just stamps." <laughs> just needs a good wash. Just needs a good wash. I'm sorry. Anyway, she was fine. Her arm was fine, <laughs> and it wasn't bruises. So our next question is aimed at you Beth rather than at Kendall so it says not for tiddle kicks as such but Beth why did you choose tiddle kicks for Elijah he always seems like he really enjoys his sessions and is engaged I chose tiddle kicks actually from lots of tots <laughs> because we were looking for something for Elijah to do we had lots of energy obviously before I owned it and there was tiddle kicks it was in Ripley yeah the first one I liked the fact that they got their own kit I thought that was cute I liked the fact that the advert talked about being in a team which I thought would be good for Elijah he does really like it he, he loves his sessions when he puts his kit on he points to the bear and says oh football bear and he loves going but again a little bit instagram versus reality the pictures i put up are of him doing his session what you don't see is and candle or no they run into the fire door or the trying to get out of the exit or the just craziness of elijah and and like you you've said haven't you the you guys are all fine with that you know if he he is not doing the what he's meant to be doing it is still he is still taking it in I think would you agree Kendall yes definitely I always say as well that I can't turn up without a plan (laughs) so it won't always go to plan but I can't send my coaches along to run a football session that you're paying to come along and experience and learn about football and not send a plan of what, what they need to do. So although that plan is there, if you come to a session with me, you'll always hear me say, 
have a go at this and you're going to use this part of your foot. But also, it's fine if you don't. I've got my new session at Stenson Fields. It's not that new anymore, actually. We're in second term now. So the children there, for some reason, I can't get them to dribble. They, They just won't do it. So every week's a bit of an ongoing joke that I tell them it's their favourite part of the session and we're going to do dribbling. And still, we're quite a few weeks in now and they, they, they're just not getting it. But we've got to keep trying and we'll get there. And the parents do keep trying. It's just yeah. not for them. So, yeah, it doesn't always go to plan and it's not always just one child. That particular example is the whole class. <laughs> yeah, and I think a perfect example of actually they do take it in is that at preschool Elijah's key worker sent me a picture on the account and he'd lined up they'd got skittles out outside and he'd lined up the skittles then gone and got a football and kicked it and they obviously didn't realize that he did that at kick. so like oh look at this he used his imagination I was like no he's actually (laughs) remembered something so when he's sat at the fire exit and you guys that are all at Hilton will know that he sits at the fire exit (laughs) he is actually taking it all in it's amazing what they take in, even mm. when you think they're not taking things in. And yeah. you will, you'll just add the amount of parents that come back and say, oh, they did nothing last week, but we went home and they started kicking with their toes or, yeah. <laughs> or something, for example. So it is amazing how much they take it, which in so my other role, I work with families. So a lot of the stuff I do there is about development of the brain, etc., and how they take so much in. In that side of work, it's looking at things very differently, um, like in households and how things happen that could be negative. However, in this instance, it's a positive that there's so much going on around them that actually they're taking in lots of positive learning experiences. Yeah. He went to obviously his health visitor appointment the other day for his review. And the lady said, can you point to your foot? (laughs) Pointed to his foot and then went, "Mm, my inside. (laughs) That's obviously frontal kicks as well. Oh, how clever. <laughs> Brilliant. My daughter, or when we had a, um, I can't remember which review it was, both health visitor and nursery commented, so all of my children have come to Tiddle Kicks, on how forward they were with their physical skills, uh, yeah. always have been, and even Ensley at the moment. We've been to groups this week, not being big-headed of my own child, but she's just very forward in it, and she has been dragged along to Tiddle Kicks since she was weeks old yeah Yeah. but she honestly I think even she's seven months old and even she's picking it up I think I put a video on not too long back of her just kicking the ball I'd never seen her do it just you know how you stand them up on their feet and she lifted her foot up and kicked the ball and she's seven months old and it could have been a complete coincidence but I think she got it from somewhere (laughs) (laughs) which is even more reason why you need to do a baby class exactly (laughs) (laughs) okay so yeah to sum up, I chose Tiddle Kicks because it was in a location that suited me. But you've got locations pretty much all over, haven't you? I like the fact they had a kit. I like the fact that it was structured. And really, I just like the fact that he could go and have a bit of fun. And, and he does, even if he's playing with a fire accent. So what made you want to do Tiddle Kicks? So I said I started off working in nurseries uh, and then I moved into schools. After having children, I was working part time. So money to be honest it was it was an extra way to make money that meant I could spend more time at home with my children yeah as well I I work with children I really enjoy working with children they seemed quite like me too yeah it was more a way of making some extra money while working part-time when the children were younger and it worked well for us as a family and then it's obviously just continued and then this maternity leave has fallen also really well that 
it's now the perfect opportunity to really put a fire back in it and hopefully get the sessions back to where they were because we used to have a lot more sessions running pre-covid um and they got reduced massively afterwards because we had to run socially distanced and people weren't going out as much obviously we lost because it was such a long period of time there was a lot of children that had outgrown it by the time we could start running again um so that had a massive impact on tiddle kicks yeah so yeah I'm hoping that this and then I was also working full-time so I didn't have the time to put back into it to try and rebuild it but now I'm on maternity leave and then we'll be going back part-time again um in September and that means that I'll be able to hopefully have some more time to put in it and continue to rebuild it. What's your favourite moment or memory from Tiddle Kicks? I think being able to take my own children um, and seeing them enjoying something that I've created. I also take my nieces and nephews uh, or have taken my nieces and nephews and it's it's just lovely to see something that I've created and I've done and them to be able to enjoy it. That's been really nice. What are the other coaches like? So I have asked permission to speak about them. <laughs> <laughs> I do need to do a post to introduce them. So we have, we've had a couple of coaches over the years. Some have left. So some of you will know Amy. You know Amy, don't you, Beth? I know, um, I So Amy left. She qualified as a nurse and she left us. Unfortunately, nurse shifts don't allow for flexibility to, and say, that you're going to work on a Saturday morning that doesn't allow that so she has flown the nest but Amy loved it and then not long before that our coach Lauren left so some of you might still know who Lauren was as well um now we have two new coaches so we've got Shana who is running at Hilton and Chester Green Shana is actually a really really good friend of mine uh, and she only came on board to help me when Amy left and she's still here <laughs> So we must be doing something right. She enjoys it. Sean has got two of her own children, which you would have met if she's your session leader. And she also, similar background to me, we both started off working in nurseries, not the same nursery, but that's where we came from. Then working with families. Sean is working in a school currently. So yeah, you'll see Sean over at Hilton and Chester Green. And then we've got Millie, who is Ripley, and she also comes over to Chester Green at the moment. Oakwood will know her because she did some coaching at Oakwood as well. So Millie is at college. She's studying sports at college and will be moving on to uni as well. So we're just a little part-time job for her. And then I didn't mention Keela. So I have taken on sort of an apprentice. She's just finished school and starting to do childcare. So, and then I've just taken on, I'll call her an apprentice coach, uh, Keela, who is with me over at Oakwood and she comes over to Chester Green. So Keela's just finished school and started childcare so wanted some work experience so if you see Keela popping around that's who she is so that's that's our little team nice so the next one is it says it's not a question they just wanted to let you know that they love the kits we love the kits um really excited that I'm in the process of sorting out our new kits yay so our previous supplier just disappeared on us oh yeah it was really fun <laughs> and actually apologies so we've had two different suppliers the first one disappeared on us and then the second one they put their prices up astronomically <laughs> so I couldn't continue to have those but I found a supplier locally uh, so we're just working with them at the moment so hopefully touch wood September October they should be ready to buy this is very exciting. You should see Elijah's is getting further and further up his back. 
actually going to make it last a few extra months. <laughs> Definitely. He's running with a boob tube around. <laughs> <laughs> Although, Beth, how long how long will you have had that now? For quite a while. They are quite giving, aren't they? For anyone oh, yeah. that worries about the yeah, cost yeah. and needing to replace it. I think very rarely do people actually replace them. I tell the story all the time. I had a six to 12 month one that Esme was wearing, or no, sorry, Elise was wearing until she was about two. I realised that she was still wearing the baby-sized kit. (laughs) Yeah, he's had it. We haven't bought a new kit since. So he's just, he's, yeah, that's been through the wash every week after tiddle kicks. And and yeah, it it fits him. And the shorts are still fine. Shorts just let the elastic out a little bit. (laughs) They just come big. I think football shorts, even on any kits, I think football shorts come big. Yeah. So yeah, fingers crossed they should be ready to buy again soon. Amazing. And then another question. Again, I don't think this is really a question, but please, can we have more sticker charts? We've completed our last one. Of course. So every time one's filled up, you get a new one. We did have a a shortage a few weeks back. I think I was away. Shana was away. People were away and I, my car broke. I had a lovely car issue. So I hadn't been to the printers to collect them. So we were a couple of weeks behind. So if it's one that you've just not collected, just ask your coach and they will give it you if you lose one let us know we can replace it it's not a problem okay next question where do you want tiddle kicks to go um so we've spoke about the baby class so i'd like to get the baby class up and running uh we did at the minute a lot of our sessions are mixed age groups and again that comes with what i was saying about covid that we really streamlined the classes uh, so i'd love to get them back into a younger group and an older group we do have our stage four where they come in on our own but we can still split the between walkers and four we can still split them into two which is lovely when we can um but we've just not had the numbers however we are getting there we have lots of lots of children on the waiting list i just need to figure out timetables so keep your eyes peeled so hopefully there will be lots of new sessions added as we continue to grow amazing I'm going to just ask a question now, completely off what's come through. So there's waiting lists, obviously, for the ones that are full. How often do those sessions come available, would you say? So it's really hard to predict because we have 12 in a session. So if the session is already full, so I'm going to use Hilton as an example here. So Hilton is full and full with people that have booked for the whole term. So in that in that example I wouldn't have any spaces to offer out for a trial whereas in most of the other sessions there's a few people on trial so if they decide not to carry on um, or they can't make the rest of the term or there's there's a chance that things will come up throughout the term so it makes it really hard for me to say if you join the waiting list there'll definitely be a space on the 12th of September I can't make any promises but we do try and get it down as soon as possible the last sort of six months has been a bit all over the place with coaches and session times changing. But hopefully we've got consistent coaches and consistent times now. So it makes it easier for me to add on an extra session when we've got big waiting lists. Well, and you're quite good, aren't you, at letting people, you know, swap sessions if they've yes. there's a space available? Yeah, yeah, if there's a space available. And some people have joined for example, if they wanted Ripley, but they wanted to start sooner when a space was available at Chester Green, they've yeah. come to Chester Green and then I can swap you over as soon as there's a space available at Ripley, can swap you over. We also offer, if you know that you can't attend one week, 
we offer that you can swap to either a different time because I know sometimes if it's later on a Saturday and you had something on maybe if you come to the earlier session as long as I've got space I can swap you over or now we have our Thursdays if you can't make it at the weekend you could swap to it Thursday I just need to know in advance but I, I will be as flexible as I possibly can Okay, so final question we had from our listeners. Will you do any special one-off sessions like groups in the summer, Halloween or Christmas? Oh, I love this question. It's like they they, they wanted me to promote already. <laughs> <laughs> so we are just finishing the summer term. What we've had available this year is that if there's spaces, you can drop in and hopefully we'll have the same again next year. And then we always do a Halloween party. Uh, so keep your eyes peeled for a date for that, which you can be a regular that comes regularly or if you just wanted to come along to a Halloween party um, it will be advertised so you can book it and we usually do a Christmas party where our Tiddle Kicks Santa comes along I don't Ooh. think there's a picture of him on our current no, Instagram because we lost him. one if you go back through our Facebook you'll find our, our Tiddle Kicks Santa just before we finish so if people want to find out more about Tiddle Kicks or sign up for any of your classes how do they do so so I am trying to be much better on social media. So our Instagram or Facebook will have the latest updates, the latest bookings. And also on there, there will be a link to our booking page, which will either be our booking page or our website, but they, the, the link will take you straight to it. And on there, you'll be able to book a trial. You can also send me a message, email or text message, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Amazing. Thank you so much, Kendall, for coming on. It's okay. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of Let's Talk Tots. We would love to get your input, so follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Let's Talk Tots Podcast, where you can send your questions, share your experiences, and stay up to date with the topics we discuss, businesses we showcase, and get important information from the charities we work with.